Hello. Marcus Higgins. Tomas Newman. How are we? We are very well. And this is the episode we've been waiting for. The big time, the big show. Uh, nothing else, just just greatness. We've we've got big show on. No, no, I'm always on the show, mate. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Big news: Brett Omrod's on the show. Yeah. Um, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see if he actually comes on. Um, yeah, I suppose all all respect to uh, Richard Creswell. Brett, Brett Omerod's probably our biggest name. He's played a lot more games in the Premier League. He scored a lot more goals in the Premier League. So I think that qualifies him as our biggest name so far. Played in the FA Cup final as well. Scored a winning goal at Wembley. Winning goal at the Millennium Stadium, which I'm sure we'll we'll talk about in a few playoff finals. So, yeah, done all right here, haven't we? With thanks to Martin Dayton, who, uh, yeah. Bottle job. Absolute bottler. Couldn't even make it on the show because he was too scared. Yeah, I mean, I was just saying, like, when, when this sort of first started coming about, he's even messaging me and everything. He's like, oh, got Brett Elmerod on. He's like, yeah, I'm a big fan. Like, he's like, yeah, he's, uh, I'm going to come on. He goes, ask me on, like, get involved, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And, yeah, I think he just got overexcited, shit his pants. And uh, <laughs> what was his excuse? Uh, don't know, mate. I don't know. what He didn't actually give me I think so. Playing, playing FM or something, or playing, playing the computer. I mean, the thing is, like playing football manager is no excuse because there's been times when we've been doing this podcast and I've had football manager up on the side and just smashing it away. But talking about football manager, um, I don't know. I've been having some funny experiences with it lately because I keep on having the problem that lads that I used to play with keep on scoring against me. Right. Also, a few a few lads that I've played with, I've had to release on there. And uh, what do you mean released... by release? Just like wank him off in the changing room. <laughs> that's, <laughs> Sorry, that's lads, them, come here. I've all my hands up. <laughs> that, that's an option on the new football manager, apparently, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, supposedly. <laughs> They're making it so realistic that you can actually, yeah, you can actually give them a full on release in the changing rooms. <laughs> you can actually buy them fish and chips with a coach. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Well, what a story. I hope we have a better story than that today. Yeah, so looking forward to this one. A few stories. We've got the viewers, not the viewers, the listeners, sorry, involved with question time. Some of them were a bit close to the mark. Um, and we've actually picked out the worst question ever, which I can't wait to ask him, which <laughs> I think uh, I think's going to really, really whet the appetite with, with the answer. So, uh, yeah, can't wait for that. Um Shall I? I'll send him the link. Shall I? Yeah, if you if you want to get him on. Um, if he's not, busy. yeah. Like we, like we said, with, with these ones, we normally keep it sort of try and keep it secret right up until uh, like when we release the episode. But we did we did sort of announce it earlier this time, just so people could get their questions in. And um, I mean, people sent their questions to you. Obviously, you're a Saints fan. You know all the rest of the Saints fans. Standing like a bit of a waste of time with some of the questions. <laughs> sums it up mate to be fair doesn't it yeah so yeah, it's true. been sent over it, it, I'm sure he's going to arrive soon sure he's going to arrive soon we, um, we've also just a little bit of a oh, what's the word uh, this little name drop Marion Pars has been talking to us as well God, that's, well that, that's, that's news to me 
That's wow. I've I've kept you out of the loop, Tom, haven't I? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just do your thing. Uh, so that means you're in a creep again. Here he is. Hello, the legend himself. Hello. We've got Brett on We've got Brett on We've got Brett on Big, big occasion today. How are you, Brett? I'm very well, thank you. Hello, Brett. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. We haven't actually had a chance to, to chat yet, but I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, I've had a proper look through your career and um, me, me and Higo earlier, we, we was just discussing a few moments, um, especially like during your time with Blackpool. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to getting, getting into that. Um, just to start off with, I've had a look through sort of your, your career and that recently. Yeah. You, you, you started off with, with Blackburn Rovers and it looks like you was there around the time that they was um, obviously winning the Premier League. So... Did you ever get to sort of train or get involved with a first-team squad um, there? Yeah, well, I, I used to clean shoes, boots. I was an apprentice at Blackburn. I've been there since I was about 12 years old. Uh, I was apprentice, actually, with James Beatty. Um, me and Beats were at Blackburn. So, um, yeah, I, I got as far as the, the reserve team, but obviously they were Premier League champions the year I left. So, uh, yeah, I never managed to get near first team, but reserve level was the highest I played for Blackburn. Yeah, I mean, you still, I suppose you have your path a bit blocked when you have Shearer in front of you, to be fair, don't well, you? Shearer, Sutton, Gallagher, Newell, Peter Thorne, we had so many. And then we had, like, you know, they were signing young international players then as well. So if you weren't getting into the team by the time you were around the first team, they didn't have an under-23s, they didn't have anything like that then. So if you weren't in around the first team at that age, you just got, you know, it was like there's nowhere else for you to go, really. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was a great time to be at Blackburn, obviously, because I was a Blackburn fan and, and stuff. But it's um, it didn't, uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, we, we we've sort of had we've had Richard Creswell on before, and he sort of started again at the bottom, and that that's what you done. You went um, at Grinton Stanley afterwards, and that looks like that's where your career sort of got up and running. Yeah, I mean, I left, when I left Blackburn, the second year, when, my second year apprentice, I had a double hernia. And I'd done it in a youth team game um, against Hull um, for um, in, in about October, it were. And, and the, we only had one physio then, you know, they weren't, even though it was, you know, a premiership club where everyone reported to the same physio. So we didn't really have a lot of time for the kids. And, um, you know, I used to, they used to say, you'd be late, go out. And so I'd be training for two weeks and then I'd be off for two weeks and I couldn't run. And so I had that for quite a bit. So I didn't get diagnosed with it for, for quite a long time. And then, Obviously, I, I fractured my shoulder blade in the, in the game just before I was going for an operation. So I missed a lot of my second year through injury. But um, and they put you back on another, you get another year scholarship nowadays or apprenticeship. But yeah, it didn't work out. So I ended up having a double earning operation, and then uh, I went to Aki Stanley the season after. Double earning sounds rough. I mean, Higo, yeah. <laughs> when I was speaking to you, when I was speaking to you about an hour ago or so, you were squeezing out a double hernia, weren't you? I it, think you gave yourself a double hernia by the sounds of it. I'm not right now, Tom. I don't <laughs> feel right now, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, do, uh, do, not, do, what, do, do you know what? I remember having the operation, and I'll, I'll come round after the operation, and they had only fools and horses on on the telly, and I was I was laughing and started crying because I was every time I laughed, it was, it was absolutely <laughs> killing me. I think Del Boy came to me and I was I was on I was I was buzzing the nurse and just turned the telly off, but it was in my head then. So I couldn't get it out of my head and I was I was absolutely just laughing and crying at the same time. It was horrendous. 
Uh, do you know what? That, that's so weird. It, they must just have only fools on in hospitals because a, a few years ago I was um, I was in hospital having a bag of chemo, feeling a bit sorry for myself. And where are we going? Mate, Only Falls and Horses was on the telly. Yeah, it's, it's on everywhere, isn't it? You got to, you can go to Spain. There's bars that just play twenty four seven. So um, yeah, but yeah, it was it was. Um, I was still coming around from the anaesthetic and stuff. But you were like, I, I just remember laughing and crying on to Buzz and Nurse Tom. But even when she took telly off, it were like I, I, it was in my head then. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I laughed, and the more I laughed, the more I was in pain. So it was, uh, it, was it was a vicious circle that lasted for about four hours. <laughs> Oh, that. So, uh, have you had a little chance to go for your one to eleven of uh, best players you've uh, played with, Brett? Or uh, well, I did. I did a one to eleven before, to be honest. Um, oh, right. Um, and the and the thingy, um, a bit ago. I mean, it's, it consists of um, there's a few black um, Southampton players in it. It's um, not only necessarily you know the highest class players I've played with, just who I've played with who, who um, as well who. I had a lot of success with and, and who, who, you know, in different times of my career, really. Uh, enjoy playing football with, you mean? Pardon? Do you, who you enjoy playing football yeah, with? Yeah, you know, you know, players have, who, um, like, I played up front with John Murphy at, um, at Blackpool and we scored 50-odd goals between us in one season. We we had a partnership. We were both born on the same day, same month and everything. It was a bit weird, that, um, <laughs> and stuff. But, you know, we really got, um, we really... Um, Gelled, you know, and and, he, and Murph's never played really higher than he never. I don't think he ever played in the champ. He played in League One and Two. He was a great striker, big man. I used to play up front, like mm. like run off him and that. But we had such a good um, partnership, and we had Paul Simpson with that left foot of his. Um, Simo was a, a lot older. Um, England manager under he won World Cup with under twenty. Simo, he was my manager at Preston a few years later. You know, and he he used to get the ball and he'd be whipping balls in, and I met runs off, and Murphy laid into my path. You know, so we had we scored a lot of goals, we had a lot of joy. Uh, but he, he obviously never played. I uh, never got into the championship, but um, just as a foil and and as a, a person was, uh, you know, for me, was fantastic to play with. Did you learn a lot off of him um, for winning the Premiership years and that was it? Or well, I mean, I started off as a right winger. Uh, I, right. you know, I was never an out-and-out goal scorer, to be honest. Uh, I scored. I, I just used to have patches. I used to have hot spots when I'd score, but I was. I always used to set quite a lot more goals up than I ever scored because I used to be one of them centre forwards that did run around. Um, you know, did make runs outside the box and stuff, and 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 get crosses in and stuff. So I never saw myself like a Kevin Phillips, you know, an out-and-out forward um, who was just concentrating or a beat who just, you know, uh, because that was never my game. Um, but I, I enjoyed it, you know. I, I enjoyed just. Um, I mean, that's what I think. That's why I went. Uh, I, I went to a, in, you know thirty three back to Blackpool, and I, I played in the four three three, and I I went back to sort of a, in that mid, like in the front three, but dropping deep as a midfielder, like I did as a winger. Uh, and I think I, right. I think that's why I, I I became you know I, I went back you know I, I changed my game a, a total lot from what I was when I was younger, and uh, I I actually enjoyed it, and it, it, you know I didn't I wasn't running in behind defenders then I was coming in short and playing and, and, and using my brain a bit more so um, but yeah I, th- I think I adapted quite well to it but you know like I say it was at Blackburn it, when I was a first year apprentice I, I was a right winger and then I moved up front uh, and that's why I started playing up front really No, nice so goalkeeper wise then who's the best keeper that you've played with it has to be Antony and Naomi um, 
simply because he was he was unbelievable in training every day and everything. He was when he came to the Premiership, Strachan signed him from Hearts, I think. Uh, yes, right. And our master, he, he was a bit mega deaf, he? If he weren't a footballer, he'd been a serial killer. He just had that look, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and one at one at my series, Jimmy used to call him antisocial because he was quiet. Uh, <laughs> but he, um, yeah, he was he was brilliant. Um, you know, I, I would he'd be shooting and that, and I'd hit some some quality strikes, and he just seemed to save everything. He, he used to do me head in, to be honest, at some times. But fantastic keeper. Yeah, that, I mean, that's who I had down. But, I mean, it's a question that we always ask on here. How, how did he never get a Scotland cap? Well, have you ever heard the thing where the lad rings in? He's not finished. He's only 28. I can't believe it. He's, he's, best, play, he's best keeper in Scotland and he, he's, not getting a, he's not getting a cap. And they were like, what? And he's giving it. And he's going, what? He's the best keeper. He hasn't even had a look in. Because he he's from Finland. <laughs> no, he's it. I think the thing is, he said he said he's finished, and the geezer goes, no, yeah, he's not finished, yeah, he's only it, yeah. 28. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's finished. He's not finished, he's 28. Like, like, <laughs> but he's not finished, he's the best keeper in Scotland. He doesn't get a look in, he's from Finland. <laughs> Come back it up. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, in his defence, I think Scotland would have had like Andy Gorham around that time, and he was bipolar, weren't he? So Andy Gorham was Scotland's number one and Scotland's number yeah. two, so that was yeah. always going to be difficult yeah. either way. Alone him Andy Gorham's just one of them. He's um, a legend in Scotland, Scottish football, and he actually came to train. We went up um, before I moved to Southampton. I was at Blackpool, and we went up uh, Scotland on a pre-season tour when Steve McMahon was manager, and he came training with us with Andy Gorham, uh, and he was brilliant, you know, uh, proper. Lads were in awe of him, but really good bloke. Um, really enjoyed his, you know, what a player he were. Was he a bit of a nutcase? Because uh, like, you hear stories in that. Like, my favourite one is when he used to, I think he had a, a few tear-ups with Roy King during his few months at Man U, but he's supposed to be a bit of a, bit of a madman. Well, he probably apparently. were, but I mean, he, he, you know, you're only there for a couple of days. He only, you know, he just joined in training with us and we did a bit, bit of shooting stuff and uh, it was brilliant. And the lads were just in awe of him, absolutely loved him, so... We weren't probably weren't around him long enough to, you know. I, I think we went, we did go on a night out, but he didn't come with us. Maybe we would have found out a bit more. But um, yeah, he, he was he was just very nice bloke to be fair. Oh, fair play, fair play. So probably moving on then, Brett, to the the fullback positions. With uh, le- should we go left back yeah. first? I mean, I'm going to go for it, uh, and again, it's it's not mainly you know the probably the best player. Who you would think who's done more in the career? It's uh, just who I play with. I, I, I went for Stephen Crane, Southampton when I was there. But I also yeah. he was at Leeds when he had a loan spell, and obviously at Blackpool. So I've, I've had three different clubs with Cranes. So, you know, we're very good friends, uh, and he was one of them players. He was never really got a chance under Paul Sturrock, uh, which I found a bit um, a bit strange, really, because he was Scottish and Paul Sturrock was Scottish. And he had, yeah, you know, that's right. Steve Crane, he had one of the best work ethics I've ever known in a player in any club I've ever been at. He uh, he trained as he played. I used to hate playing against him in five sides or, or being not on his team in, in possession and all that because he wouldn't give you a minute's peace. You know, as soon as he got on that football field, something just clicked. And he just, he, a bit like Franny Benali, you know, in his prime, you know, Franny was, Franny Benali is still the nicest man I've ever met in football. But you cross that line and then something clicks and he kicked the shit out of you. 
you know, um, and, be, <laughs> and then you get off it and he'd still be the nicest man in football, you know. Um, so, and, and Cranes was in that similar mould. Not, not you know, he, but he just, once once he got on the football field, he was just a different person and he was just totally, his what attitude and his, 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 his work rate were, were second to none. What do you think that he never got the chance on the poster? I, I was it? Don't know. To this day, I don't know. I mean, he came in posterick, um, you know, stuff, and, and he just didn't get the chance. And and I think Cranes ended up going out to Leeds on loan and then signed. Uh, and then I wasn't. And then once I think it was um, Steve uh, Wigley got the job. I I wasn't. My face wasn't fit, and I've been injured, so I ended up going having a little loan spell at Leeds with, with Cranes. But I don't. I just don't know. It's just sometimes you know. It's just one of them things. Football. Um, you, you know, his yeah. face doesn't fit regardless. Of, you know, the manager has a different, you know, idea of a, a different player he wants to play in there. That's just the way football is. But like I say, I've, I played at three different clubs with Cranes, and you know, fan, fantastic left back, really good lad as well. No, nice. We'll swiftly move on to the right back position. This I've gone for Graham Alexander, who was who's just been sacked oh. off Salford. Uh, yeah, wow. Well, Grezzo was. Um, I played against. Grezzo when he was at Luton years ago and I was a kid at Blackpool uh, and then he moved to, to Preston he, he was one of them, he was the first player who, who was playing at, you know, I mean he had, he had one of his best seasons ever at 40 or something when he played for Burnley and you put him in that sitting role um, he was one of the most, and it was a big it was a big choice between Graham Alexander and Jason Dodd and simply because they were pretty similar in every way and, uh, but uh, we, we, like Jason Dodd was you know, Dodson wasn't the quickest of, of defenders, but he was that. He read the game that well. I mean, I never, I can't, I can't remember. With the Graham Alexander. Sorry, go on. Uh, Sorry, no, go on. I, I played. You know, when we played teams like United, I never seen gigs or anyone rip Jason Dodd. 